Today we're going to be talking about iOS 14. I'm Steve, this is TQA Weekly, and let's get to Apple's iOS 14 page on their website. So a lot of you out there are going to point out that Android has done this first. I would like to point out that before Android, Windows did this first, and so did your father's TV. So let's start off with everything that we need to uncompact from this. Everything from widgets. Yes, widgets. Those small little applications we used to have on the right side of a Windows desktop that existed on the Android before Apple. Yes, Android doesn't get to call firsts on this. They're not the first one to do it. However, widgets are basically mini applications that get to give us information that we might use. You get to modify your home screens, yes, plural in this case, to have a very specific look, which is great. However, it only stays great if you don't have new applications that show up needlessly on the screen every time you install something new, which is where App Library comes into play. You are now able to install your applications by default into the App Library and not onto the home screen. And this becomes more of a phone book for all of your applications so that you can find everything. Yes, you would say Android did this first, but Windows has the start menu and has had it for a really long time. So nice try, but no candy for you, Google. That's just a cloning of something that's actually quite useful because you don't necessarily have to install a icon on your Windows desktop. You didn't have to do it with Android, and now you don't have to do it with your iPhone. Which brings us to the next thing, compact calls. We don't need a full screen of somebody annoying us to try to call us. Chances are, if you tried to call me, I won't answer. But having a smaller screen makes it a little less annoying, considering that if I'm on my phone seeing a phone call, you're probably bothering me. So. You definitely no longer have full screens and you get this little tiny little cute screen that you get to just basically hit that red icon and continue on your day. And then of course you have picture in picture, a complete utter ripoff from TVs. And of course I used to do this with my Windows computer with a TV tuner. So obviously Android didn't do this first, but this is useful for many scenarios, but I haven't found a reason to do it in my case. So obviously you get in some cases something useful, but that's not necessarily useful for everybody. That's probably why it's not always implemented on TV. Now messages, messages is how you get a hold of me and pin conversations, I love them. Like literally love them. Now I can find the people that I'm trying to talk to like this, a lot quicker, don't have to worry about anything. If I see any new messages, I can find them instantly. A lot more useful as a bonus feature for iOS 14. Obviously, a lot of places had already implemented this, but this is good. So obviously the pin messages, obviously do you have things like mentions and inline replies? I don't use them, but you're gonna find that for many people having these pinned messages will be useful for you, especially if you're a texter and not a caller. And then the next thing that I wanted to talk about is translation. So we can skip all these maps and, and emojis. Somebody else will talk about them. Translate. Now, if you are a CSR, so a customer service representative, and you live in a place like I do, which is Quebec, you might find that translation almost on the fly, because this is pretty slow, by the way, uh, 
is going to be very useful. So this conversation mode, which I did try, I can speak English and French, doesn't really follow, but it's a lot better than nothing. It allows you to converse. Obviously, it will auto-detect the languages and then translate accordingly. So once you hit the mic button, it detects the language and then says the same phrase in the next language. One, it doesn't always capture correctly what the words are. And second, it doesn't have the French version that we speak here in Quebec. It has the one from France. And if you know anything about languages, you'll know that precision in what language you're speaking is very important. So this is a good start, but it's not amazing yet. It's going to be useful, but it's not going to be really, really practical. It's a more of a cumbersome attempt by Apple to do something that would be fully useful. So, yeah. And then there's the next thing that I wanted to talk about. So seriously, we're gonna be talking about your photo privacy. Photo privacy on a phone is immensely important, but for a long time, every device manufacturer has literally given you yes, no, and then save only. Basically, that's what they've given you. Apple now gives you the ability to select which photos the application is allowed to have access to. And that means that those sensitive pictures you don't want applications like Facebook getting a hold of are no longer in danger. What I would like to see is, and get this, permission expiration. Now, that would mean that you could select a certain amount of time that an application would have access to a specific privacy invading technology and then have it expire then. And what does this mean? It means that for those of you that would go on vacation somewhere, have an application that would only be good in that place for X amount of time, it would mean that you could select the amount of time that that application should be able to access the information and have it expire after. Once anybody does this, because we are sure that Apple won't first do it, um, then you'll start seeing privacy become more of a thing because selecting a picture and only having access to those selected pictures is a great benefit yes but privacy needs permission expiration you don't as a person give permission to anybody for something indefinitely that's not what consent is for us so why is it still in this way for your devices. If you agree with me, drop it down below, especially if you're watching on YouTube. Otherwise, like this episode if you like it, dislike it if you didn't, share with those that you think can benefit from this, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, email me at ask@tqwayweekly.com or go to my website, tqwayweekly.com, where you can find such thing as today's show notes. The show notes from past episodes, find other ways of subscribing, and of course, use the contact form to email me directly. And if you go on Twitch and want to watch me play video games, you can do so. My username there is ZAxis1981, and I am currently playing Borderlands 3. Thank you for watching, and good night.